Hello, good morning. Today I'd like to share with you from the Gospel according to Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 to 20. And we read, You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It's no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under the bowl. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I tell you, until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter, not the least stroke of a pen will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. Therefore, anyone who sets aside one of the least of these commands and teaches others accordingly will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever practices and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, you will certainly not enter the kingdom of heaven. For us Christians, Lutherans, due to our theological understanding, it often costs us the act of putting into practice the practical commandment of love of neighbor, and most of all when it comes to acts of love and charity or concrete good deeds. We lose because we know that our salvation is not based primarily on deeds or the sacrifices we make, but because salvation is God's free gift. And that theological clarity sometimes plays tricks on us. We can become lazy about living out love and performing good deeds throughout the day. While we know that we don't need to do good works to get to heaven and that God loves us, if we say that we are Christians, we must tirelessly do good works and show the fruits of our relationship with Jesus Christ. I remember someone once said, saying, it's not just necessary to be, but also to appear to be. That saying comes from Julius Caesar. But in the sense of our life of faith, it's also true. We shouldn't just say we are Christians and believe that God saves us by faith. We must show our Christianity through our deeds, our good works of love, and our sacrifices that will undertake just because we love God and want to be obedient to him when he tells us, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. And Martin Luther put it this way, God doesn't need our good works, but our neighbor does. Loving others and doing good works is the most powerful fuel in evangelism. A minister once said that new people that come to a church after having listened and observed the minister look to the community next. If they find it to be a loving place, then yes, they will decide to stay in the church. 
Therefore, the preaching content is very important in the church. But then we need to do our part by loving our neighbor and showing it with our deeds and words, and mostly outside the scope of the services, the Sunday life. Once a scientist decided to test the behavior of a group of three monkeys, he designed a cage that was 15 meters high by 20 meters long. In this cage, he put a pole measuring 15 meters high, and at the top of the pole, he hung an appetizing bunch of bananas. However, at the 10-meter mark, he installed a pressure hose to the limit height of the monkeys to 10 meters. Then he decided to have the three monkeys enter. And when the monkeys saw that bunch of bananas, they decided to go for them. Then they started to climb two meters, five meters, but when they reached 10 meters, the scientists opened the pressure water hose and those monkeys got wet, and in fighting against the pressure of the water, they went down scared. They tried the second time, and the same thing happened. And the third time, the same thing happened again. Then they gave up on the idea. The scientists decided to test the experiment and put a dry and fresh monkey in with two wet and frightened ones. But this monkey quickly wanted to go up to reach the banana bunch, two, five, seven meters, and when it reached 10 meters, the scientists opened the pressure tap water, but something incredible happened. This monkey, fighting with the water pressure, reached 13 meters and was just below the bunch. But in a most unexpected surprise for the scientist, it suddenly fell. But the monkey didn't fall because of the water pressure but because the other two wet conformist monkeys grabbed its tail and feet and made it fall. What can we learn from this experiment with monkeys? The next thing often happens with humans and, of course, with Christians in their faith life. Jesus tells us today, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It's no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. Let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Many times we get carried away by the demands, influence, and improper example of others to define what is most important or what to do in a Christian community, in a church. If we pay more attention to what others say, especially if what others say is wrong and deviate from God's word, we'll let them influence us and we won't do the things that Jesus asks us and are the vital task for every Christian and every Christian congregation. Let us encourage ourselves to do good works and that our concrete models of love be visible and not overshadowed by tradition, customs, what we have done during our life, or even what we feel we should be done. Let us always be mindful that our personal and community life is ruled by the Word of God. Let us keep doing good deeds and good works inside the church, so the church can be a living church, and outside the Christian community, so that our society can be nourished by the Holy Spirit of God and can also change. 
how do we do good works? We all have needs and we can look towards the well-being of people, but we can also see the poor and the needy people and give them a hand if it's within our reach. We have to do good works every day, but many times we set them aside because we are caught up in our own problems. To do good works, we just need to look around. In seconds, we'll find places and people we can serve with our support, whatever it is. When we honestly want to help out, we can do it with money, some material, with good advice or a word of encouragement, also good cause to support is to see what the needs of our church are and what we can do for it. Works of love shouldn't be done with a sense of exchange or only to receive something back. They are an act of love for God, of vocation, and we should act without expecting anything but the satisfaction of having shown God that we love Him. You'll find good works that can be done from the time you awaken. It only takes a little research about the needs of your community, firstly in your church, and then in your city, people who are in front of the church always need a voice of encouragement as well as people in places of helping others. Remember that every help is welcome, material aid or teaching someone something they need to know or helping them to set their own course. Many times we get disheartened and say, Will be my help be important with all the problems and needs out there in the world? Will my help be important for the church? Once upon a time, there was an old man who used to go to the ocean to do his writing. He had the habit of walking on the beach every morning before he began his work. Early one morning, he was walking along the shore after a big storm had passed and found the vast beach littered with starfish as far as the eye could see, stretching in both directions. Oft in the distance, the old man noticed a small boy approaching. As the boy walked, he paused every so often. As he grew closer, the man could see that he was occasionally bending down to pick up an object and throw it into the sea. The boy came closer still, and the man called out, Good morning, may I ask what is that you're doing? The young boy paused, looked up, and replied, throwing starfish into the ocean. The tide has washed them up onto the beach, and they can return to the sea by themselves. The youth replied, When the sun gets high, they will die unless I throw them back into the water. The old man replied, But there must be tens of thousands of starfish on this beach I'm afraid you won't really be able to make much of a difference. The boy bent down, picked up yet another starfish and threw it as far as he could into the ocean. Then he turned, smiled and said, I bet it made a difference to that one. Mother Teresa said, if you can't feed a hundred, hundred people, feed just one. Let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. God is waiting for your good daily work, as he wants to see your commitment and your love to him. Amen. I wish you a fantastic week. Mm-hmm.